Super bad props. Add more props to it. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, the I, I'll just uh, we can talk about other players. I, if do you want to do like uh, over under certain players, and if we think they'll go there, or do you want to do like? Uh, so I have a list right here in front of me right now. I want to talk. Okay. About, I want to talk about the first player. Which is who? Uh, sorry, uh, Jeff Akuda, corner. Uh, says quarterback, but cornerback, Ohio State. Yeah. Um, it's uh over under four and a half. Over is uh plus four uh one forty, and under is minus uh one eighty. Okay. Uh, if I lock it in, jump, I'd lock it in. Over four and a half, easiest easiest pick on the board. Oh my god! And besides, because you don't think the Lions are going to take him at three. Because I don't think the Lions are going to have the pick at three. I mean, if the Lions have the pick at three, is the only way you lose this pick. Because if you okay. the people, there's gonna be two teams vying for that number three spot, and that is Miami and San Diego. They're both gonna pick a quarterback, and then you want to see the, the Giants. Giants aren't picking a quarterback. They're not gonna do it. They're gonna get defensive line help or front seven help. To me, this is one of the easier picks. I'd lock this one in. It's huge. I'm gonna. I've already been big on this one already today. So yep. Okay. Um, I'm kind of with you, not on that, but in terms of picking guys dropping. Uh, so picking over on their picks, I like. We talked about receivers a little bit. I like Jerry Judy, uh, receiver. Over under is eleven and a half. Is the pick? Uh, the over is minus one forty, and I think that's true too. Because what is uh, if he doesn't go in the top ten, which neither of us have? Or no, you had him going to the Jags. Um, pick number eleven is the Jets, and I think that's kind of what it comes down to. Do you think the Jets are going to take? He's not making uh, a Jets. receiver, they lo- they lo- uh, or will he not make it that far? He won't. So that's an interesting one to look at, but I I, I really don't know. The thing with J- uh, Jerry Judy here, um, he got. I mean, the Jets lost Robbie Anderson. They need another receiver, and that would be the. Oh, guy. they have no talent. That's what I'm saying. The, the, they they have to get someone for their for Darnold. It's gonna be him if he doesn't go before. And he, there's no there's no shot that I'm actually surprised that minus one forty, not way higher. Uh, I think it's because it really does come down to the Jets. I think. It's he's actually like I mean we made our mock draft top ten. I don't really think the Jaguars are going to take a receiver, really, but we'll see. Really, um, and I think Jerry Judy is either going at eleven or he's going to go like later. So that's why it's at eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I maybe I would take the under. I don't know, man. I, we're talking because we're trying to fit gambling into this fucking thing. It's hard enough making a mock draft. I I can't pick it. Goddamn, like the actual pick. It's a nightmare. <laughs> that said, Henry Ruggs over thirteen and a half. Easy, lock it in. He's not getting picked before the thirteenth pick. No chance. Who? Henry. Oh. Henry Ruggs. Okay. You said he's not gonna pick. No, he's going. I go over thirteen and a half. Oh, you think? He's gonna, so you think that it's gonna be? You think you have? He's gonna it? drop. Yeah. So under. What? No. Oh no. Over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. All right. And it's weird as the way they say over under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Over. No, just over. Like yeah. what pick number yeah, are they okay. gonna be at? Yeah, yeah. Over. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Jordan Love at 18 and a half is pretty much spot on. I think he's going to be middle of the first round to late first round. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah, I know nothing about that guy. I, I haven't s- watched a second. I, uh, everyone hypes him up. I, guess, I don't like names that I can already like figure out what the stupid newspaper headlines and shit are going to be. Like Luck was this, a nightmare. Andrew Luck was this, a nightmare back in the day. Pick. <laughs> yeah, so I'm out. I'm out on Jordan Love. If he goes to the Pats, maybe, sure. But I, I don't I don't know anything about this guy. What do you go to Utah State? Yeah. He had a bad, he had a bad, he had a, he had a bad year but, this year, really bad year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. Um, the draft is a nightmare, man. I'm glad the draft exists. I'm glad we get it because we fucking need it. But the draft is just it's just people fumbling around in the dark. No one has any idea. That's why movies should not be made about it. But 
I, who knows? I, like, we're always idiots talking nonsense, but at least there's a game and there's either a winner or a loser. Right. Or we can talk about different ways it's going to go or if the spread's going to hit. This is truly dartboards, although we can't even see the darts or the board. It's just a shit show. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Uh, I got, I'm I, losing it. I got, I got one more um, to talk about. Uh, page, okay. page three for you. Um, J.K. Dobbins, running back, Ohio State. Yeah. Over under 43 and a half. This kid was electric. He, he was what made that offense go this year. Um, I like J.K. Dobbins a lot. There's not a lot of good running backs in this draft. Yeah, it's basically what DeAndre Swift, and, uh, Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin, and, and then J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, so I I think that I I uh, I, I like the over, sorry the under. I like the under um forty three and a half there. Okay. I wouldn't lock it in. I wouldn't mind throwing a couple couple bucks at that one, but I don't know. It's okay. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of running backs here. So if a team needs a running back, like um, Arizona, wouldn't be bad to take a, take a look at in the second round. Um, I have a theory. I think the first running back to go is going to be uh, what's the name out of Georgia, DeAndre uh, Swift. Swift. And I think it's going to be at the very end of the first to, to your Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw somewhere they had Esmer. because Andy Reid can't help himself. He's right. just going to keep adding to that that offense. That juggernaut. Yeah. Um, I saw uh, AJ Espinosa going to uh, Kansas City, which would be f- scary as hell. Your Frank Clark. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think he would drop that far? He's supposed to be around more the middle first. No. I have him here over under twenty six and a half. Um, oh, okay. He's so. I saw him at eighteen. He, he's not very athletic. That's the thing with him. He's more of a. He went to Iowa, man. He's not. They he's don't a, have athletes out there. He's a, he's like a Rob Ninkovich, Rob Ninkovich esque rusher. So he's kind of like a guy who like before or after Ninkovich was juicing, probably during. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, um, that's pretty good. Though. But the thing is, he doesn't. He's not like a blow you up in the backfield kind of guy. He's a guy who holds his own lane and collapses. He's the a pocket. cerebral kind of player. Exactly. Um, I don't see him being like a game breaker. But if you put him. With Frank Clark and um, Chris Jones in uh, Kansas City, that's a that's a scare that's a scary team right there. But okay. I don't I don't think he drops that far. Um, let's do real quick. We'll do. Uh, who do we think the Pats are going to take at, at twenty three? I think. Um, and then give me if you want, or maybe this the Patriots will cover it. Uh, like a dream kind of matchup of a player goes to a certain team that would just fit in beautifully or Ooh. how you think that'll work out so right. who do you think the pats are going to take at 23 23 um i would love to say they're gonna take a running back or a uh god a running back, a, a, a receiver of some sort um so that would be like uh probably rugs would be right about there i think there is zero chance they take a receiver in the first round right i i don't think so either i think they're gonna end up taking um I'm looking through right now. Um, All right, I'll go. I'll yeah. go with mine because it, it's kind of a twofer. Because it's also my dream. Um, I don't know if it'll fall that far, but basically, what I want for the Patriots, I think you keep going with that defense because you're going to keep finding offensive pieces. I don't think they're taking a quarterback. I think they do believe the Stidham hype, or at least Stidham for a year or two or something. Even though I I don't see it yet, but I haven't watched any of it. So that's preseason. I want them to get Grant Delpit uh, at LSU, the safety. I want him to basically kind of play a little bit and study under uh, Devin McCourty. McCourty be gone at the end of the year and Delpit basically become the new center fielder for the Pats defense for the next like 10 years. Okay. Uh, all around great guy, great player. And that's that's my dream pick because they 
they're weird in that they build their defense or they have for the last from the, from six, the, seven years out of the forward, secondary. From the back forward, yeah. Yeah, which is strange and not really how Belichick does it, but uh, you're going to have – Gilmore's going to be getting older. They're not going to want to pay him. Right. And you just kind of reset from the top down and, see, and just it would be great. And uh, go Tigers. All right. Uh, so I, I thought about it. Um, mine is going to be – it's more of a high-end uh, top 10 pick, top 11 pick I guess now. Um, and it's Jerry Judy going to the uh, to the Jets. I think that is a match made in heaven. The Jets need another. Are you a Darnold guy? No, I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm not a Darnold guy. But if this kid is gonna be something good, he needs a All Pro receiver. And this Jerry Judy is that. Jerry Judy is the next Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill, game breaking yeah, speed really guy. Good. He's so good. And you know what? He. I don't know if he played in Alabama, which is the best college football organization there is. So the bright lights of New York should not phase him or put or dim him at all. I think it'd be really good. And the dream move for the Pats, it's more of a trade. It's more of a dream, I guess you could say, than an actual pick. Um, I think they're going to pick a quarterback in the first round. If you want it, who's going to be around at 23? Maybe Jordan Love. But my dream pick is... Easton, maybe, that dude out of Washington. but Yeah, maybe, or they wait until the second round and get Jake Fromm. I don't know. But my dream, my, my dream pick for the Patriots is that they package up a bunch of draft picks and got a couple bad players. You know, you know, someone like McCordy who's at the end of his rope, or maybe even Gilmore because he still has a little bit left on the little left on the treads. Trade all that to Detroit for the number three overall pick, and they trade and they get Tua. That's what I that that would be. It's it, that's yeah, that's definitely a dream, man. It's 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 out there. It's been rumored the Pats are looking at number three pick. I don't think they're going to do it, but as a Pats fan. Not having a quarterback for the future now would be freaking amazing. Yeah, um, that would, yeah to have really no uh, no gaps there. I, I don't see that happening, but I mean that would be cool. I, I just it's hard for me to to, to guess Patriots uh, trades ever. A because we have no idea. We're not in right. the room. We have no idea how Belichick's brain works. And there's also something to be said for the fact that I don't think teams want to trade with the Patriots, particularly like kind of higher profile trades with a lot at stake, like they're fine throwing a, a random guy to Belichick for a fifth rounder or whatever. And if he ends up being like a Van Noy, whatever, but in terms of like big, big moves, it doesn't really happen very often. And Patricia is probably wary of that as well. Uh, for a wild pick that I would like to see just because I'm an agent of chaos and I want to see weird shit. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They draft at 14 and I want to see them get, Another fucking receiver that Brady can throw it. I thought about saying that. They don't need one though. Where, where are they gonna Who play? Who cares, man? Let's get weird with it. We're in a quarantine. We're, everyone's gonna die. It's the other world. Maybe it's the last season of all time. You're making a bad team. That's, you get a third stud receiver and true. just go absolutely wild. You go, you, go wild. You, you, you got three receivers, one tight end, no run back the yes. whole way. Five yes. wide. I like it. Yes. Go for it. Yeah. G- give them rugs. Absolutely. Rugs. Or even like Jefferson out of uh, LSU would be a great pick. Love that guy. Um, Just go crazy with it. You got the the, brought the uniforms back. Watch New England burn. It'd be fantastic. All right. Um, So real quick. Oh, before we get to that, uh, I want to talk about Jake Fromm because you brought him up. Okay. Oh, and and you want to talk about Brandon Cooks too? uh, Sure, but we can get to that after Uh, the Jake Fromm over under pick. Whatever it is. 64, oh, I think. Oh, sorry. 64 and a half. 64 and a half? Yeah. Uh, I want to take the over because I fucking hate Jake Fromm. 
Um, I don't. I liked him. He's very similar to me because uh, we were talking about this earlier. Similar to me to Derek Carr, where Derek Carr, like three or four years ago, he had that one good year, and I was like, oh, I kind of like this guy. Like he seems kind of like a douche, but I like the way he's playing. He's having a great year, and then he's been insufferable ever since, and not that good. Jake Fromm was the exact same thing. That year that they went to the finals uh, and played Alabama and lost, he was great. Granted, a lot of that was the talent around him. Uh, I can throw the ball farther than Jake Fromm. That's a fact. That's a fact because I can throw it 20 yards. Um, He's losing his hair already, which I I hate. As a guy with an incredible head of hair, I can't stand uh, those (laughs) ugly, bald fucks. So I'm just done with him, and it's a stupid name. Georgia, uh, especially with Sony Michelle, I, I don't trust Georgia players anymore. Todd Gurley, dead. Like, I, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't like him. The Patriots are going to get him in the third round, yes, and he's probably going to be pretty good. But I don't like him. I'm out. All right. So I, I have a sm- – I've been watching Jake Fromm since high school. Uh, he was on the show uh, QB1 on Netflix. Great show. First of all, if you want to watch it, it. Yes. great show. Um, it, it's one. He's one of the three quarterbacks. I don't remember the other guy's names. He's one of the three quarterbacks I follow. So I've been following him since high school. I think he's what he's a good game manager, and that's what the Patriots would need. I would love to get Jake Fromm in here. I think that he's Duke. Disgusting. I, he's an SEC quarterback. SEC is the minor leagues for the NFL. It's it's a minor leagues. It's a minor leagues for the NFL. I, they already I, have an SEC quarterback. Jared Stidham played at Auburn. I would love to stud him. I hate you. I hate you more than Jake Fromm. Uh, <laughs> let's quickly, we'll get to, uh, let's do these shit. Uh, two props that I got that I want to do. Down the bottom. And then we'll talk about other NFL news. Then we'll get to the movie minute and we'll call it a day because I'm running out of battery here. Okay. All right. Um, first one. Since, you know, obviously they're not going to, everyone's going to be in one giant room for this draft. Everyone's going to be zooming like us. So the question is, so everyone is basically going to be at home. So I got a few props based on players' homes. So in the first round, because this is going to be Thursday night, it's going to be the first round, which we may be live stream or whatever, who the hell knows. Yep. Uh, total dogs shown during the first round, meaning players have dogs and they're going to be on camera when they show the reaction. The over-under on how many dogs in the first round, 32 picks, is three and a half dogs. Okay? Uh Plus 100 is over, so that means it's uh, it's probably going to be under. And the favorite under three and a half dogs is minus 140. What is your pick? I would say, I'd say under. I go, I'd be, I'm going to be square here. I I, I want to know what consider what is counted as a dog. Um, <laughs> um you know, like uh, what are they called? Uh, fucking dogs. Yeah, no. Well, like if you say dog tails, I count as seeing a dog. I, I I don't know how books are gonna say this. I have not seen this on any site, so I don't know where you found this. It's on Odd Shark, man. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm a dog guy. I'm not. So I'm hammering the over because it's it's a hopeful pick because I I always want to see dogs. So give me dogs. I want to see them. And over three and a half, which means you're looking at a dog per every 10 picks. Pretty good odds. But it doesn't say different, like, each player has to have a different dog, like, or a player, a dog per player. So you can't tell me one of these fucking, these old country, like, O-linemen or whatever doesn't have, like, 15 fucking oh, Rottweilers. That's, Boom, done. You do it in true. one pick, done. All you need is total, four dogs. Total, I could see four uh, dogs you know, in the first, I'm going first over, round. I'm going over two. That's smart. Because right. if, if you have two 100%. dogs, if you got two dogs, that knocks out two, that knocks two of the four right there. Yeah, I'm going over. Plus, these guys are young enough. They understand how the internet works. They understand how it goes viral. So you can't tell me there's not going to be some some dead spin or some uh, bleacher report thing of like, 
you know, uh, AJ Espinosa's uh, dog that went viral sensation or whatever. All of a sudden, their names in the news. Like these guys are going to have dogs front and center because they they want to be in charge. Like that's how you're going to do it. Brilliant move. Give, Give me all the dogs. Derek, Derek's little Chihuahua jumping all over him. Yeah. Conversely, though, total cats shown I love in the cats. first round. I love cats. I'm a cat guy. Over under point five. Under. And it's even. It's even that's both under. ways. That's under. That, no, no one shows off a cat. Let's be honest here. Well, but here now we're getting to you don't have to be showing it off, okay? Like just like you don't have to be holding the dog, but if a golden walks by in camera, you know what I mean? Yeah, but no that cat counts. I, I don't know. I, I don't see a cat doing. I, I don't know. I agree because a cat is not going to be hanging out with people. No. Nope. Although cats love fucking shit up, they love ruining stuff. I could see a cat knocking over a camera or something, <laughs> yeah. or randomly attacking somebody. <laughs> but also, I think again with marketing and branding, none of these guys want to be branded as a cat guy i'm a cat guy so if they have I'll a cat they're keeping it in a crate or something or a different room so i agree under on the cats one last uh random prop based on home situations over under people in a room is at nine and a half as you know social distancing you're not supposed to have 10 or more people in one area are any players in the first round going to uh break that rule and have more than 10 people in their room every single player is going to break that rule <laughs> <laughs> Every single player is going to break that rule. Come on, I mean that—that's uh, it's draft day. I, I was—I was talking to my buddy yesterday. If I was getting drafted, which obviously I'm not because I'm not an athlete when it comes to football. All right. Well, hold on, not to interrupt, but I have had that thought. So my dreams are pretty weird, and I had one not too long ago where like legit everybody got wiped out, right? And I'm one of the last people, but we're trying to like restart society and like keep, pull from the vestiges, like the last vestiges of sports and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm like a top 100 talent <laughs> in like the, the tri-state area or whatever because percent of the nation is left. And yep. then, you know, I'm 6'2", 200, definitely 200 plus, 40-ish. You know, played some high school ball. All of a sudden, I'm getting drafted by coach like Marty Schottenheimer, who's like 90 or whoever's left. I, I don't know, but you know, it could happen. So you don't know. <laughs> okay. Things have changed. The wheels have changed. Are turning. Never say never anymore. Okay. You could get drafted. So go. I would get drafted ahead of you, but yes. But you're a couple years younger, so you get more years under contract too. That's true. We'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll do we'll do a hypothetical draft later, but. You okay. could get drafted. Sorry. Um, if I was getting drafted, I would I would hold out and I'd get drafted next year. That's all I was gonna say. Is I, I the part of the draft experience is literally walking across the stage and shaking hands. If you're a first round, second round picks don't really do that. And third, like you don't do that. If you're a first, if you're a a bona fide first round talent, so you have a top ten pick, I wouldn't I wouldn't be. I would hold out. I'd take a year to work out stuff like that, and go and do the whole draft experience. That's just me because that's something I want to yeah, do. That's, that's dumb. I know it is. I know. That's really stupid. I know. That's one of the dumber things you've said, and there's quite a laundry list of dumb <laughs> shit that you've said. I mean, that's insane. Yes, I know. Okay. Uh, that's as crazy as what I just said, to be completely honest. But um, I think that's pretty much does it. We'll, we'll do some random NFL stuff. Uh, the Colts uniform, we'll do UniWatch first. Yep. Colts changed their logo, or they have a secondary logo. Obviously, they have a horseshoe. They have an alternate logo, uh, which is you can see right here again there's more wishful thinking that i'm gonna have graphics up yeah point up um looks like shit it's a c but like then the indiana like is cut out of it as i said um, it looks like someone when you had those like scissors and uh 
kindergarten. Like the, the art, yeah, the, the, the art class the, scissors. The scissors that have like the ridges in them. Ruffles yeah. has ridges and just. Which I don't like. All right, so you're a horseshoe. Why not literally just go? You don't even have just, to go to Photoshop. Just right click the image. Yeah, rotate ninety degrees clockwise. Done. That's yep. a C. I just I did. I make a hundred thousand for being a graphic designer. Very cold. Conversely, the Browns, like I've been saying for years, went back or they've got new uniforms unveiled again, and they're the kind of classic throwback ones. And they look so much better. And it's kind of making me go back on the Browns train. I'm kind of in now. So you want to hear what the biggest change is? They don't have the brown running down their pants anymore. They're going to be good now. The, yeah. And, well, the and they word, don't the word brown? Cleveland here either. Right. Like, it's like, dude, you're not a college. Everyone knows you're the Browns. Like, you're good. So I'm just happy that they're going back to classic. It makes me kind of a believer. Uh, but let's get to your boy, Bill O'Brien. Oh, God. It's like, it's, like, it's like a weekly appearance on the show he's making. Shit. I mean, can, can he do anything worse I mean, I texted you as soon, so, as, as, soon as I saw let's this. Let's set the scene. So, go ahead. Uh, traded DeAndre Hopkins for pretty much nothing. Yep. Like a week, two weeks ago, maybe three, to the Cardinals uh, for David Johnson, who runs with a piano on his back now. And uh, I don't know. Who, who the fuck cares? He's a terrible coach. For some reason, he's still there. Uh, and now he just traded for Brandon Cooks. Second round, second round pick. Second round pick. Brandon Cooks has been traded like five times now or maybe it's four in the last couple of years like for a multitude of first round and second round picks he has bounced all over the place because he went to he started got drafted by new orleans then went to new england then went to la and now he's in houston he's still like 24 years old even though this is like right. his sixth year in the league um he's a crazy journey too but he's also got concussion problems so can't stay on the field it's just wild, man. So the reason why I hate this trade, you have a it's top is bad because <laughs> you have you, you have a top five receiver in the league on your team. You trade him away for absolutely nothing. Then you go and get for some reason instead of saying, okay, we're gonna build with a younger receiver because it's the best wide receiver draft in the last twenty years. We're like, no, we're gonna go give a second round pick to a guy who has had at least five concussions, probably more, who's contemplating retirement every six weeks, and you're paying him off the nose, just draft, a, just draft a guy in the third round, and he's going to be just as good and be healthier. I'm, I'm, I am I wanted this guy to be the next head coach of the Patriots because I thought he was going to be a, a good guy going forward. This guy is an idiot. I, I can't, I can't stand. It's unbelievable how he gets worse and worse and worse by the week. Not by the year, by the fucking week. I mean, it's a... It- it's fascinating. I kind of love it. I, I don't want to lose him because it's just so it's insane. interesting and fascinating to watch. And the Texans, honestly, the Texans are such a just mediocre, like, I don't care about them at all franchise that no, he right. keeps me interested by all the whack-ass shit that they're doing. He, I mean, the fact that he still has a job, it's, it's like watching The Office and you're like, why does Michael Scott have nine seasons like why has he worked here for 15 years? Like he is a terrible <laughs> exactly. like boss. He can't do anything right. And yet he's still there. This is kind of the same. I mean, Bill O'Brien, dude, anyone with half a brain, and instead he's getting more power. They're making him, he's been the GM now for two years. I know. Like he has, they're taking, they're, instead of like taking the keys from him, they're giving him like a second car. It's he, fucking insane. And I love it. He, I love it. He, he, he was supposed to only hold the job until they hired Nick Casario to come be the GM. Right. And that just never happened. That no, just never happened. Still, Casario's still in the wing. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it, I love it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's the, great. It, it kind of makes me want to root for the Texans. I, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson, though, more than anything. We were talking of, about Burrow. 
Burrow not having a good support system. Deshaun Watson, dude, get out of there. He's going to be out of there soon. He's going to. Yeah, I hope he's so. going to demand a trade. He's going to hold out, demand a trade. I would do it this offseason. I mean, Hopkins not, was the only thing that was still kind of you know keeping him afloat. I would have said, well, I'm not. I'm not. I would have told him, listen, I'm not playing this year. Trade me. I'm not playing. I, I would we'll see what he does in the draft, and then I'm not playing here. Don't trade me. I'm not playing here. All right. Um, speaking of stupid football moves and the draft. Uh, we're going to take a quick break because I'm going to go run and grab my charger because my computer's about to dry, uh, die. And then uh, we'll talk movies or one specific movie Boom. in quotes because it's not really even a movie. It's just a giant joke. Sounds good. One sec. The NFL draft is next week. Uh, as far as movies go, there's only one movie based on the NFL draft. Yeah, I think so, probably. Correct me if I'm wrong. but Not that I can think of. Yeah. Um, it's called Draft Day. Came out in 2014. Good movie. Stars stars Kevin Costner. Yep. And uh, oh my god, what the hell's her name? Jennifer Garner. Smoke Jennifer show. Jennifer Garner. Smoke yeah. show. Like 20 year age difference. Um, oh, my, still so fine though. So we've both rewatched it because it Th- came to morning, my attention that this you morning we both watched love it. this movie. Yes. Can I? Can I? All right. So go ahead. You can. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you make your case first? Okay. Because. This movie fucking sucks. Okay. But you go ahead. Go ahead. So go. This was me. When when you told me we were gonna talk about this movie today and to rewatch it because we're actually gonna go into it significantly. I'm like, yeah, because I said I was gonna re- I rewatched it last night. Okay. I watched it this morning because I was watching 2K Sims last night. Anyways, so <laughs> Pri- yourself. Priorities. Time, yeah. Priorities. Yeah. Um, so I put it on this morning while I was doing research about the draft, and I'm watching it and I'm like, yeah, I don't know why Dan doesn't like this movie until all the trades start happening. And it just it, it clicked. I'm like, hold up, this is literally Bill O'Brien in a freaking movie, and that is when I flip the flip the script and say this movie is god awful. I mean, I w- I was awful this movie. Now, mind you, it's still a good heart feel movie. It makes you feel like the Browns are actually going to do good, and you know they're like getting Super Bowl at the end. Oh come on, you're not going to win a Super Bowl when you're a shitty team with basically. All right, so basically the, the the quarterback they have in that movie is supposed to be Brian Hoyer when Brian Hoyer went 5-1 and one at the end of the year for them. I think you mean Brian Drew. Yeah, but I'm t- he's Brian Hoyer yeah. is what he's supposed yeah. to be. How Brian Hoyer went in there, was 5-1 and one and like broke his leg or something like that, and he was coming back the next year, and like Brian Drew Hoyer is going to be the savior of Cleveland, and then he ended up sucking. I like Brian Hoyer. He sucks as a quarterback, though. He's a, he's a, he's a very good backup quarterback. So to say that you're going to build a team around a first overall reach of a pick and a linebacker, you're going to run, you're going to build around a, 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 a running back and then Brian Hoyt, and, that, and now he's going to the Super Bowl? Kiss my ass with that shit. And, and, okay. and, and the coach is Jimmy Johnson, who basically is, is, is who he is. I'm going to start, because it's going to be much quicker, with the stuff that I do like about draft day. This was, this was tough to come up with. But there are things that I liked, okay? Okay. I like Kevin Costner. Yes. I like him a lot. He's good in everything. I He's watchable in everything. Love him in Feel the Dreams. Love him in a bunch of stuff. He's fine. Kevin Costner does his job. Not a problem. I actually like the casting in a lot of these, okay? So I liked Arian Foster playing Ray Jennings, the running back. Pretty good. I thought they had a they had I knew one really acting side. I knew it looked familiar. I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm like, he looks yeah, like Arian Foster. Foster. He is Arian yeah. Foster. Okay. Uh, he's pretty good. The guy who played Bo Callahan, pretty good for like good looking, but also kind of a slimy a weirdo. Yep, douche. Uh, 
has the right height for a quarterback. P. Diddy is the agent. Hated that. You hated that? Yes. Oh, listen, thought, I, we're, we're doing what I like first. Okay. okay, we're doing what I like right. first. That's pretty much it. Um, I also, <laughs> it's, it is, all right, it is, I will say, in spite of itself, it's, it is watchable. Yes. But I don't understand. Okay, I'm done. I'm done praising this thing. I was going to roll up the sleeves here because uh, we're going to get real close. Too. All right. The fact that you do not like the movie Moneyball, but like this movie explains if I had to explain you in one sentence, I need nothing more than that information because that about oh. sums it all up. Oh, I buddy. can I, I can defend that easy. This is a this fi- this is a fictional movie. Moneyball. So Moneyball. Moneyball is what they're currently doing in baseball now, and it's about Billy. It's about Billy being an actual GM. It's about changing now. the game. It, it, it's about changing the game. A. It's written by Aaron Sorkin and directed by Bennett Miller. This is written by some fucking chucklehead who probably works at okay. like, uh, what's it called, Long John Silver's or something now. Directed by Ivan Reitman, who does not really make any good movies. Not only that, this movie is pretty much a Sorkin script. Moneyball ripoff, but just for dumb people. Like it is the amount of dumb shit that they say as if it's supposed to mean anything from like football standpoints is so bad. It's all like exposition, except it means fucking dick all. I don't know who this this movie is for because if if you like football and you understand if you have a sports if you have half a sports brain, you can watch this immediately, like ten minutes in, you're like, This is not how any of this works. This is fucking stupid. Like why it's fictionalized, but it's just dumb. Right. And if you don't like sports, you don't like the NFL, why would you watch this movie in the first place? Because all the jargon and shit's going to go over your head. Right. So I don't know who this movie is targeted towards. Certainly isn't me, but it fucking stinks, dude. Not only that, but the the acting is terrible. Yes. Chadwick Boseman plays ba- Black Panther. He played uh, James Brown. He play- he's basically played uh, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall. He's basically played every like famous important black in the last like 50 years in a biopic he also plays Vontae Mack uh Chadwick Boseman is like 45 years old which means he was like 39 when they made this movie he's playing a college linebacker the football scenes dude are brutal oh they're so bad brutal uh, he played Ohio State but he's got pads like up to here he looked like me freshman year when I was like the last one to get football <laughs> and so like I'm this like little 5'5 kid with gigantic pads and like a huge helmet it's an absolute joke and the just the level of just bad football shit makes it it's just pathetic dude it's just so bad it's so bad the the Jacksonville Jaguars GM who's sweating oh, at the end he is they're like oh they got a rookie GM out there and uh we can we can definitely paint it's like first of all if there's a rookie GM dude it's because he's like the smartest guy in the room like and it's just super analytical and just knows exactly what he wants to do exactly. instead this guy is just he's a warrior out of his ass and like crying to Sonny, who's the GM of the Browns, dude. Yeah. So like he should be getting slapped around. Yeah. And instead, he's like, what do I do? What do I do? He did get yeah. slapped. And it's around. like, you think GMs talk to each other like that? Like, do you really think they they cry and they don't know what they're doing on draft day? Like during their pick, is fucking insane. There goes my I also, backup. There goes my other backup. That's what you have. So I have, draft I, have a, I have two two real bones to pick with you. Okay. okay. So all right. So we'll set the scene of this movie because we're doing a deep dive. Like Kevin it. Costner plays the GM of the Browns, right? It starts there. Yep. It's on draft day. Mm-hmm. The, the draft is on that day. That's why it's called draft day. Yep. Starts with Kevin Costner. He's the GM of the Browns. His name is Sonny Weaver Jr. His dad, Sonny Weaver Sr., just recently passed away. He's this legendary coach for the Browns. Yep. Uh, it, you later come to find out that Kevin Costner fired his dad yep. while he was the GM and the, his dad was the coach. Drama. 
and then his dad died. Cool. Uh, it starts off his uh, his owner, played by Frank Langella. I actually like that casting too. Add that to the list. Yeah, good GM or good owner. Um, I think I think it's a complete he's basically like we want we want a quarterback. I know we're picking like seventh or whatever. We want a quarterback. We want Bo Callahan out of Wisconsin. Make a splash. Make a splash because because oh here's another oh. thing. He owns a water park. That's where he gets. That's where he's a billionaire that owns the Browns. Which is hold up. I love that. Hold up. That's awesome. Hold that's a Browns move right the, there. The the best line of the movie is he goes when they're at the water park going over saying make a splash. He goes people pay people to get wet. Get, people pay to get wet. <laughs> people want to like, get wet. I was like yes. yes. No, that's a bad line. That's it's bad. A great, it's a great line. It's I, not good. I, I spit my coffee. I like. <clears throat> how how many water parks would one have to own? To then be able to buy an NFL franchise, obviously one. Like, Didn't is, you see the movie? is one. that he owns one, one water in, park in, in Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah, where it's cool for half the year. Cleveland is a huge water entertainment fucking business and city. So yeah, so they're walking around the water park, and he's like, "Let's make a splash. Let's get these people wet." And he's like, and Kevin Cross is like, "I really don't want to," and they're like, "Just do it." And so they trade. They call up this this slapdick, uh, the GM for the Seattle Seahawks, who's eating pancakes. And he's like, can I get the the number one overall pick? Because I want Bo Callahan. And the guy's like, all right, well, you got to give me three first round picks. And Bill O'Brien is like, Bill, sure. Bill O'Brien's like, yep, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want this guy. So three first round picks to move up six spots, which not unheard of because the Redskins did that for RG3 like 10 years ago. And didn't or the Bears do that with the 49ers to get Trubisky? Something like that. But it happens. The way it's put together, again, because the musical cues with this fucking movie are all like they the music is telling you how to feel because the writing is so fucking bad that they have to swell the music up like crazy to be like, you should know now this is a crazy move. Like, look at how fast everyone's talking, even though they're not saying anything. And this is not realistic. So Browns now have number one overall pick. They get to pick Bo Callahan, who's a stud quarterback, but they just gave up three first round picks. Mm -hmm. That's the first like 10 minutes of the movie. Right. The shit show. And then turns out Kevin Costner has been uh, hooking up with. I don't know what Jennifer Garner is. It's it's his assistant. She's an analyst or something. She's, she's no, not just an, an assistant. No, she's a, she's a, she's a, a secretary assistant. She doesn't have much pull there. From what I've got from watching the movie. Either way, she's like twenty years younger than Kevin. Kevin Costner looks like a fucking catcher's mitt at this point. He does. It's fine. I like Kevin Costner. He looks his age. He looks Jennifer weathered. Garner's too young for him. They're about to have a kid, but like it's a weird relationship. Well, that's how that's, how, that's how the movie actually opens. It opens in his house. In his house, yeah, and, and she Jennifer Garner's like, I'm pregnant. pregnant. And he does not respond. And he's like, I traded away our first pick, and that, that's their conversation. It's, it's fucking terrible. And so then they go so to the bad. office. Uh, also, this movie was supposed to be the Buffalo Bills, not the Cleveland Browns, and I genuinely think it would work better if just that changed. Don't you think? The Bills, I like the Bills more. It would make sense that they had success at one point. Because here's another thing. Okay, oh, they, so, they tried to say the pedigree of the Browns or whatever? Yeah, because here's one thing that I do not understand whatsoever, and you tell, correct me if I'm wrong. So, Sonny Weaver Sr., his, his dad is his, his well-beloved coach in Cleveland. He's been the coach of the Browns for forever, right? He's a legend in the game. He's royalty in Cleveland. How does that happen? Are we in an alternate reality? Because the, this, this version of the Browns, has been around since what 2000 or 90 2000, something or whatever 95 i think is when they came back they came back so and they've been terrible and they literally go through like two coaches a year the so lot, either the last time sonny weaver jr 2002 okay so he's either been coaching there for for 20 years and they've never been good so marvin and lewis he's just, 
Yeah, Marvin so Lewis. Like Marvin Lewis, but they worse, still love him. But, and worse, he's like, but worse than Marvin Lewis, because at least Marvin Lewis made the playoffs. Right. So I don't understand. Or, like, <laughs> he hasn't been there that long, and there's somehow, like, he's this legendary. Like, it doesn't make any – like, so – I see what you're I, I, it breaks my brain. It, it's it's breaking my brain. Or he's a terrible coach. Or he's never fired for like nepotism reasons, I guess. But it doesn't make any sense. Or the Cleveland Browns have been successful, but they said that they've never won a Super Bowl. Um, no. So I I don't understand that. And then we'll oh, I guess we'll get to Brian Drew. Um, <laughs> I I just <laughs> there's a weird scene where the strength and conditioning coach <laughs> is trying to hype up. Uh, Sonny Weaver about four like bills. Yeah, he's he just four go, bills. Yeah, it's a three-minute monologue about how lifting weights in shape now that their their old quarterback is who's who was injured last year. They're well, like, did you know Brian Drew? Brian Drew added 15 yards on his pass, and he's like, how do you what? do that? He's like, I didn't believe it either until I saw how much he was benching. I was like, those are not correlated. Those have one has nothing to do with the other. He didn't. No, he didn't just bench more. He benched 285, 25 times. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Boom is what he said. Honestly, that's add that casting list. That guy is a great strength and conditioning coach. He, that's he, all. He, that's he all he can it. play. That's all he, he can nailed play. it. So here's the problem: a lot of the actors are doing a lot of good work, but the writing and the lines that they are given are so it's just cringe, man. It, it just kills me every time. So right. that guy, they they're all doing their best, you know, with, with what they uh, were given, with what they got. But it's I'm telling, it's just it's just dumb. It's I have to imagine it's like anytime they make a shitty movie about Wall Street or like the entertainment industry. And people who don't know anything about how it actually works behind the scenes, like they try to write it and they try to write what they think, how it goes down and like jazz it up. And that's what this feels like. is just like dumb fucking shit because that is just it's not that glamorous, but it's also not that stupid. And people don't say how they feel like when it's two GMs trying to make a trade. They aren't like, hey, I'm really nervous right here. Like, what should I do to their fucking enemy, to a different Mm -hmm. guy trying to get their their stuff? Um, What do you think? Hmm. To, oh, no. Well, let's go through the players real quick. Bo Callahan. Uh, not my type of quarterback. I like my quarterback a little more mobile and and can handle pressure. And Bo Callahan, proven because of the film, that it was so bad. Um, yeah. Can't handle pressure. And then you saw it in the draft as well. When things when things get adverse, when it, uh, he just doesn't handle adversity very well. Also, a Wisconsin quarterback. Not, not, not. Never. You know, never. It, it should have been like USC or. SC would have been a good one. Oregon maybe wouldn't have worked at that point. No, not really. USC would have worked. Did you say he's from Washington? Stan- Stanford. Stanford would have worked. Stanford, yeah. But again, you also need the schools to uh, be willing to give their, like, okay. Yeah, Wisconsin- and you need Ohio State playing Wisconsin because it's a Big Ten. Then put, then put, uh, put Michigan in there. True. Yeah. Although I don't know if Michigan would want to be the Bo Callahan team, so basically, yeah, Bo Callahan. But now they're starting; they're doing their due diligence. Bo Callahan, by the way, Bo, all of a sudden, not so Bo great. Bo Callahan is technically supposed to be Russell Wilson, I guess. Tech- really? I mean, think about it. Wisconsin quarterback goes to Seattle. I'm telling you, I guess. Yeah. I mean, all these players are sort of based off of real, real players, sort of in a, um, a little bit of a stretch. But yeah. Uh, so who is uh, Vontae Mack then? Ooh. That goes to Cleveland, um, Kirksey maybe, or uh, Miles Garrett. No, this, this is, is before Miles this Garrett. Is 14, so I'm trying to think. Kirksey, who is that? Who is that? Uh, it was uh, Joe Schubert. Was that white? Uh, the white know, middle linebacker for them. I, I, I I'm like conflicted the, because I really I like want to take a deep dive because I hate this movie, but also I don't want to spend this much time thinking about it. Yeah. I think, uh, so anyway, so they start Schubert. researching. 
they start researching Bo Callahan. Yep. Because now they're going to take him. Turns out nobody went to his 21st birthday party. None of his teammates went to his 21st birthday party, which is like crazy, man. It's not. It's fine if he if he got into a, a bar fight or something, which a different player, Arian Foster, did. Yeah. Uh, and they're <laughs> they, fine hey, with that. They were bigger than the they came that, for him. Yeah, but the fact that this quarterback uh, wanted to hang out with people non-football related for his 21st birthday is somehow a huge issue. And then uh, he's, what was it? They they give you a playbook and they put a $100 bill at the end. On the last page. And yeah. On the last page to see if you read it because then you could talk about the $100 bill. And so he lied and said he got it or something. I don't know. It's dumb. He's a bad quarterback. Actually, I like that part um, of the movie. I, can lie. I like that part. I, so in theory, there's certain good parts here, but because of how dumb it is, you want to know the worst like, part of the movie. You want to know? The, you want to know? It breaks my brain. The wor- even when I liked the movie, there was one part of the movie I hated. I would walk. I, it's the worst part of the movie. It doesn't fit. Is when they go All to when they go to uh, spread his dad's ashes on the practice field in the middle of freaking. It's like two hours before draft day, and his mother shows up with his ex-wife. I'm assuming, or ex- yeah, yeah, they say it's his ex-wife. Yeah. Shows also, up. it's like, uh, what's her name? Patricia Arquette. Or like, like there's know. a lot of actors in this movie. I, that I don't know who she are is. Are there for like a day? Sam and, Elliott plays the coach of Wisconsin, which is like a crazy yep. get. He's actually pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, the casting, they nail it. It's just yes. the movie sucks. So the thing is, like, right, like two hours before like the draft starts, they're like, let's go out and spread your dad's asses. And he's like, no, I'm busy. And they lose their mind. And then they just go do. I'm like, and then they go like down memory lane about talking about his dad. I'm like, listen. I'm here to listen to like what the GMs do behind the scenes, which again, it's not that accurate. Um, because first of all, it's not if, accurate if, at all. Because if draft day was actually like this, it'd be freaking insane. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's the first thing I said to you when we started talking today, when we uh, when we first like, hooked up, was this this movie would be if draft day would be fucking crazy if it was like this. It's not though. Well, yeah. Like when was the last time the first round pick got traded the day of? Or the first pick overall, I mean. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of one. Can you? Yeah. No. Because, like, it, it's almost always a lock. It's a lock. It's or a, they make the trade, like, a week in advance because you dictate. You, you have the you, you You can't make that kind of trade the day. You just can't. There's too many. No. It's in a, It's going to be a negotiation. So, first of all, it's rumored. Like, like the number three overall, three pick this year for Detroit is rumored to be going. It's right. rumored. It's not like, huh, Seattle has the pick. Seattle has the pick. Seattle has the pick. So, I don't know what traded. So, but that's okay. But that's why I'm comparing it to Moneyball because some of the best parts of Moneyball are the GM. He's on the phone kind of conversations, and he's he's like slinging and making all these different deals. Which, granted, is not realistic, but at least I have no problem with that. It's entertaining. It's well written, and it's it's Brad Pitt instead of Kevin Costner, which goes a long way. But these these things are so stupid. They're so stupid. Like Moneyball is a trade deadline, and he's trading for like a reliever, and he's trading to like they're they're trading little things, and it's like pretty interesting because you're like oh that could be kind of how it goes sort of i mean especially back then over the phone now with this one he's trading three first round picks to move up six spots because the guy like hung up on him and then he's like no we live in a different world now and like now i need three first round picks so he's eating like pancakes yeah and it's just well it's just bad it's just a bad movie so the thing is the the seattle gm uh who looks like pete carroll for some reason anyways um just an old white guy yeah he looks like Pete Carroll. I think that's what's supposed to be Pete Carroll. Anyways, um, where they're they're talking about this, the like the actual like the, when they're retrading for the number six pick, I think it is when they're at the end of the movie they're trading picks or whatever. Um, they, he says, I want all three of my all three of my picks back. 
I would have been like, go pound sand. Take the quarterback. Yeah. Take the quarterback. Be like, dude, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to move up one pick. Yeah. I was okay trading the pick and losing the quarterback anyways. So go ahead. Take the quarterback. I still have your picks. You're the idiot here. You you picked a linebacker and you got a quarterback. Congratulations. Yeah. The way, I mean, it's very it like shitty. Yeah. Like art of the deal kind of thing where you're like, oh, I shook his hand strong. So he knew that I was in charge and then I got what I wanted from out of the deal. Like, there's no realism to the fact that, like, dude, if, if you're the GM and you care about the fans being like, we want a quarterback, it's like, dude, I just traded back five picks for three first-round picks. Like, we're good. We'll find a quarterback. It's not that big of a deal. Especially because, I mean, you, <laughs> this whole movie. It's just bad. I mean, it's even a though, stupid like, movie. The, 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 the fans, they don't get, like, how not important. Like, if you it, – like, it'd be like if – um. Cincinnati was like, screw it. We're trading the number one, number one overall pick to uh, Miami because it's another bad organization for three first round picks. Because it's because uh, who who had the seventh pick? Was it uh, uh oh Car- seven? Car- it was Carolina. Car- yeah, because uh, Cleveland was the seventh pick. So Car- so Carolina this year. Okay, Carolina trades yeah. three um three first round picks to the Bengals for. Right for uh, I don't know Andrew or Andrew Luck. Who, no, no, for Joe Burrow. Oh, for, yeah, yeah. For but Joe then Burrow. they, but then they don't take Joe Burrow. They take, they you take, know, Akuda, they, take, they, take or they take Chase Young. They take Chase, Chase Young. Young, right? And then it's as if then every other pick, it's like, oh. like teams were like, what's wrong with Joe Burrow because they didn't take him at number one. So everyone starts shitting their pants, being like, Joe Burrow, no one went to his birthday party, or whatever. It's not like we have a hundred hours of game tape and we've talked to this kid 50 fucking times and everyone raves about him because everyone has constant access to all these players. Like, Oh no, there must be something wrong with this. Not that the GM of the Panthers has just lost their fucking mind. (laughs) Like the day of is just panicking and like should be in a padded room. So instead they trade up like as opposed to that rational explanation, they're like, Oh no, there's something wrong with Joe Burrow. We're going to panic. Let's take Davion Chasen or whatever, or like Jeff Okuda or Makai Becton or someone else. Or, and then or that De- keeps Derek happening. Brown just keeps falling down. Right. Yeah. And then it gets to pick number six for the Chargers. And then uh, the, the, like the, the, the Panthers, Panthers again are, are like trying to trade back up to six because there's a new GM for the Chargers who would like then be shitting his pants and would trade for two second rounders because they're three, a rookie GM three, and they don't know how it works for rounders. three second rounders because they get to look smart um, and they, they're freaking out. So then they get that pick. And then the, the Panthers would then be able to trade with – the Bengals again for all their picks back. It's the dumbest thing. You got it's you fucking stupid. The thing man. is, you absolutely so in this movie, the Seahawks get absolutely nothing out of this deal. Nothing. They got nothing. No, 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 no. no. They they, the, they lost David Putney. They saved seven million dollars in cap space. <laughs> I, I actually want to talk to you about David Putney too because that blew my mind. I love David like, Putney. They put on hold and they're like, "What else do we need?" Because now I got this guy by the balls. And she's like, "David Putney." What do the Browns else need? They're like, "Ah, oh, special teams." David Putney, who's a kick returner, and in what fucking world is a guy named David Putney a good kick returner or punt returner? Because, A, that's the whitest fucking name I've ever heard. That's like a fifth generation at a goddamn country club. I mean, so is Julian, so is Julian Edelman. Yeah, but the, you wouldn't refer to Julian Edelman. If Julian Edelman was just a kick returner, you don't give a shit about him. He was He's just a fine. kick returner, though. What? He was just a kick returner for like, the, for like half his career. But who cares? You don't. Tra- he's not an asset when he's just a kick returner. Once he became a slot receiver, eh. then he's not a kick returner anymore. He also returns kicks. Well, but to act no. like getting a kick returner as like this extra thing, no, it, because that's it, the last it, side of the ball. Bo- no, because now they've solved all three phases of football. That's because true. they got Ray Jennings on offense <laughs> to go with Brian Drew, 
And then they also have, and also Brian Drew is running secret workouts with the receivers, so the receivers <laughs> yeah. good too. And then the defense, they have Alvin Mack, number one overall, uh, for Vontae. way too much money, who wears giant pads, uh, has brass knuckles. Uh, I, phone, case, case. phone case is dope. Yep. I love he's the taken, uh, He's taken his nephew's tumbling. They love tumbling. <laughs> they love- and then they have, now they have a special teams because they got David Putney, whoever the fuck that is. So now <laughs> the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl because they did kind of good on draft day. I remember 15 years ago uh, where the Browns, I thought they did very well on draft day too, where they got Joe Thomas and they got Brady Quinn in the first round. And they're like, oh, wow, they solidified the left side of their offense and they have a quarterback. What a move by the Browns. It does not work like that. You never win on draft day. This movie's fucking stupid. And I hate you. Hey, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. Who sucks, man? It's bad. Go watch Moneyball. Now, it's the thing with Moneyball is it's like this movie is a fictional movie. It doesn't happen. It'll it, this will never happen in football. Moneyball is what they are currently doing in Oakland and other small market teams like Tampa Bay, like Baltimore. Right, but it's about the start of it. It's about changing the entire It's industry. asinine. It's not does not work. It kind of works. Everyone uses it now. You don't yeah, use it but all no the time, one wins. but it works. They, 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 so they make it seem like this is a winning formula. None of these teams have ever won anything. Tampa, Dude, Bay, Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay has not won. Oakland has not you missed won. The entire point. You missed the entire point of that movie. How, the entire point. The point is that we can we can still feel a championship-winning team with people. No, no, no. no. The, they, can, they can compete with the Giants, with the Giants of the industry, by changing – and doing something no one ever has ever done before. Right. And then when What's, they get to the end, they're like, yeah, what does 20 wins in a row mean? Nothing. It doesn't mean nothing if you haven't won the last game of the Exactly. Of the, of the so what's the point of That's competing? what they say. They say it in the movie, what's man. The, you didn't you didn't figure it out. What's the point you didn't of like what's, what's the point of competing if you don't win? So they should just take their ball and go home because they only have a 50 million dollar payroll so they just shouldn't try at all. It's better to tank and get good players and then get Not in and then, baseball, man. This, how do you think the Cubs won the World Series? Dude. They tanked you, for years. Watch the movie again. Watch the movie again. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm not I've watched it a hundred times. I hate the movie. I, you, I, so I don't you can't think... separate you can't separate the fact that it's saying something there's more to winning than like just like there's more to it than just winning the championship. Like what they're there's saying not. is yeah, he's still trying to go after it. That's the whole point. It's a Sisyphus kind of thing where he's still trying to win the last game of the season. But he stays in Oakland because it's for his daughter. He figures out, like, that's important. And also, like, winning, like, the way that he wants to do it, the fact that they changed the game. That's cool. It's, it's a good story. It's not it, – I hate that it, it's actually changing baseball. That's my thing. It's a good – So you hate the actual sabermetrics kind yeah, of shit, and I, that's why? I like the – And you can't see past that to enjoy the movie. I can enjoy the movie, but the fact that people are saying that, oh, this is what the fact is. That at the end of the day, the movie ends. I'm like, yep, yeah, and this is why baseball sucks now. Th- this is why. What? This is this this all started with the 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 launch angles, the home run or strikeout things, because because a strikeout is just as good as another out. The, baseball back, you know, in the early uh, in the mid two thousand, so like oh four through two thousand seven, two thousand eight. You had a lot of guys hitting 300, 320. They didn't strike out. People still hit 300 and 320. The strikeouts are astronomically up. And it's, so? it's, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's players know. were juicing back then. And it was amazing. Okay. So then get angry at the fact that no one's using steroids. I anymore. am also angry about that. Very angry. The fact that, that you can't separate that from the movies just. It's a good story. Good, it's man. a good story. Yes. But the fact is that they actually use, um, that this is an actual thing going on. The, 
what you should be angry at, honestly, like there's a, there's a proper gripe to have with this movie. And it's the fact that they act as if the movie was, or the team, the Oakland A's were just an island of misfit toys and only bad players. When they had Jermaine Dye, they had Eric Chavez, they had Barry Zito, they had Tim Hudson, they had all these fucking incredible players, Miguel Tejada and shortstop. Yep. As like in his prime, they had all of these great players that they just do not talk about because it doesn't fit the narrative. Exactly. That can be your issue. But the fact that you're like, oh, I don't like baseball as much anymore. So I don't like this movie because no, no, no. this movie is why it, no. baseball sucks now. The thing is, baseball they, sucks because we don't have attention spans and it's just a long ass fucking. It's a, it's a, mo- it's a, it's a two hour, two and a half hour movie of celebrating a loser in um Billy Bean. He's never won shit. So by that logic, then why do you watch Rocky? Because he doesn't win in the end. So who gives? I don't a watch shit, Rocky. Right? I've seen the first Rocky. That's all I've seen. I don't watch and movies. Did you like it? It was all right. He won in the end. No, he didn't. In Rocky won. Yes, he definitely won. Did he not win? I can't. Remember. I watched it like six years ago. I don't remember. He did not win in Rocky. No. Okay. The entire point of Rocky is because he's an underdog and he wants to beat the best. But he knows he can't, and all he says the entire time is, I want to go the distance. I want to compete with I this he won- guy, I thought he won and that's decision. what I want to do. So he goes the distance and loses by decision, but he wins in the end because he does what he wants to do. He accomplished what he wants right, to do, movie and he sucks defied then. the odds. It's the exact same fucking thing. Right, then the, all right, so I, I misremembered it. Then the movie also, I'm also not a fan of Rocky then. You, I, I, don't, I, don't I t- say this. I don't From have the t- bottom of my heart, I don't have time. you're an idiot. I don't have time for loser stories. I don't have time for them. What does that mean? Billy Bean is a perennial loser. Every year he loses. He, if He should not have a job anymore. He's been doing this for almost 20 years, and he's never even made a World Series. Are you kidding so me? We're talking about the movie. I'm so, I'm, this, this is why I don't like the movie, is because I look at it, and they basically have Marvin so Lewis. So you need a happy ending. No, I... In real life, it doesn't make sense. It's a good story. If it was a story and a story only, yeah, movies are stories, buddy. It's not a. This is not a story though. This is in, this is real yes, it life. It is. It's real life. Social networks, the same thing. It's not really what happened, but I, it's I, entertaining I, I, as hell. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see. I haven't heard of that one. <sighs> Man, it's a good thing there's a quarantine because I honestly, if we were in studio, I probably would be murdering you. Right now. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> my, 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 sorry, my computer just froze. I was like, oh, oh no, I was just gonna, I was gonna kill you. Uh, I think we've long overstayed our welcome. Yes. Um, it's fucking. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, let's can't. wrap this up. This is gonna take forever to download. Maybe we'll even do this as a two-parter. I have no idea what how long we've been doing this for. Or, uh, yeah, I just, maybe I just we'll try to pull up the, the program and it's frozen. It's all black, so I can't see. Uh, that's why. That's why I have not. Yeah. All right. Well, in conclusion. Uh, there's gonna be a draft. We'll finally have shit to talk about. So maybe we'll have an episode after the draft, analyzing it. Yeah, and then probably figure something I'm else. Gonna at, I'm gonna look at maybe live streaming during the actual draft and see actually. Yeah. So uh, follow us on Twitter or I think, don't. I think personally, who cares? Yeah. All right. Who cares? Uh, Moneyball, good. Draft day, bad. This has been the Bonus Podcast. Uh, yeah. Deuces. I don't know, man. Deuces. Yeah. <laughs>